This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Welcome to the Big Dave Podcast. B105, The Big Dave Show. Something very cool going on today involving our large one, our midday host and program director, Grover Collins. And uh, he's up early this morning for a great reason and joins us now from CVG. What are you up to, Grover? Well, it is the uh, Tri-State Honor Flight today. From what I'm told, we have about 80 veterans serving everything from World War II up and through uh, Vietnam. And we are going to be on a chartered flight today to Washington, D.C., to have a wonderful, memorable day uh, to honor those that served our country. Uh, it is a jam-packed day, which is why we're here so early. But we're going to be seeing war memorials of Iwo Jima, World War II, Korea, Vietnam. We're going to be at Arlington. We're going to see a changing of the guard at noon. And it's all to honor them. This is all about them, obviously. And uh, i, I got to be honest with you, I was uh, very touched and uh, humbled when I was asked by my good friend Eric Franz if I wanted to be the radio media representative for this flight. So I'll be checking in throughout the day here and there. Obviously, later I'll be posting some pictures on our social media. It's just a wonderful experience, and we haven't even started yet. Yeah, just sitting there ready to go. And this is all about taking these heroes to see things they've never seen before. Listen, they're not paying a dime. They're, they're rolled out the red carpet. They're giving breakfast, lunch, dinner. Uh, it's, a, it's a jam-packed day. We're going to be back tonight at like 8, 8.30 tonight. But wow. uh, this is just an opportunity for them to uh, be you know, doted upon and thanked for their service, which they've been thanked multiple times already, and we haven't even started the first uh, welcoming ceremony. So, yeah, it's just great. And I'm sure I'm going to have a, a truly a, a wave of different emotions throughout the day. Hey, I got a question. So what are some of the mo monuments and memorials you're looking forward to seeing? I got to be honest with you. First and foremost, I'm looking forward to is probably uh, the changing of the guard at yeah. the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier. I've seen those videos on YouTube before, and it's just, you know, sacred ground. Uh, the, the ceremony is very, very humbling, and that's just watching it on your computer screen. I can't begin to imagine how I'm going to feel seeing it in person. It is pretty moving. Yeah, I've never been to Washington, D.C. I'm looking forward to seeing all your pictures. And I'm like, Grover, now this one, you obviously know, isn't about you. If somebody wants your window seat, you got to give it up. It's funny you say that, Ashley. As cocky and extroverted as I am, <laughs> I, I, my internal voice is like, Grover, you just stay in the back. I, I want to be like a Major League Baseball umpire. If you don't notice me, I'm doing my job. Yeah, right. there you go. That's Great right. idea. Awesome. Well, uh, you've got a jam-packed day, and we can't wait to hear from you a little later on uh, as you're with all of those uh, veterans going to Washington, D.C. for this honor flight. This is just wonderful. Well, I thank you guys so much, and I'll check in when I can, but uh, looking forward to a great day. Have fun, Grover. Stay careful. This is the Big Dave Podcast. 
105, the Big Dave Show. Earlier, we checked in with Grover Collins at CVG Airport as he gets ready to do the honor of being the radio representative today from Cincinnati on an honor flight. He joins us now. Grover, sounds like a lot of stuff going on behind you. Well, you can uh, you can hear the music, the bad pipes. We are uh, finished our opening ceremony, and now all of the veterans. I found out we have 85 veterans all the way from World War II up to Vietnam, Korea, uh, Cold War. Anyway, uh, 85 veterans, 85 guardians, and we had a great opening ceremony, and now they have uh, some ROTCs holding the American flag for all the veterans to walk under as they uh, head our head towards the gate, which we're all going to be doing soon, and then heading, obviously, like I said earlier, to Washington, D.C., to uh, have a wonderful day visiting everything Iwo Jima, World War II, Korean, uh, Vietnam Memorial, Arlington Cemetery, and changing over the guard at noon. It's just wonderful. By the way, this is all free for every veteran. It has all been donated from many, many sponsors and 5K runs and just people all over the tri-state that want to honor our heroes uh, and give them this opportunity. So just a wonderful experience, and you can see they're just uh, letting them take their time and enjoy this moment. Now, I got to say, for the Vietnam veterans, when they came back from war, their experience in an airport was the complete opposite of what they're experiencing now. I can only imagine their feelings of finally getting the support from America like they should have when they returned home. It's got to be emotional well, for them. That was that was brought up in the opening ceremony and some of the comments that were made and, and basically, you know, they're doing everything they can now to, to make them feel the complete opposite. And they also uh, brought up Korea War, which is also known as the Forgotten War. Mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, they have a new, newly renovated Korean War Memorial that they're very excited that those veterans are going to be able to see today and watch Good deal. Yeah, this is just a fun-filled, and it's going to be exhausting, but a good kind of tired when you get home tonight, Grover. I can tell some of the uh, the guys are almost a little taken aback by all of the uh, attention they're getting. I just think, uh, you know, some of them are being very humble and, and uh, you know, like, like, okay, okay, you know, but at the same time, uh, they deserve it, and it's just great to to see them doted upon in this way. All right. Well, Grover, hop on that plane, and we're looking forward to your reports once you land in Washington, D.C. all day long here on B105, and we'll be uh, checking our B105 social media for all your picks. Thanks a lot, guys. We already got a couple up there. You can go check it out right now at our B105 Facebook page. What an honor indeed for Grover. This is the Big Dave Podcast. B105, the Big Dave Show, as uh, we've been checking in with him all morning at CVG. Our midday host, program director of B105, Grover Collins, is getting quite the honor today because he is going on the honor flight. And Grover joins us now. Grover, you're about to get on that plane. About to get on the plane. I just wanted to update you one more time what we have in store for our 85 veteran heroes that are going on today's honor flight. It's just going to be a wonderful day for them. We're going to be going to the Iwo Jima Memorial. That's the Marine Corps Memorial, Arlington National Cemetery. We're going to witness the changing of the guard at noon, FDR Memorial, the Navy Memorial, the World War II Memorial, and the Korea Memorial, Vietnam, and Lincoln Memorial. All in one day. Can you imagine that? That's Boy, a big day. You yeah. are going to be bushed when you get home. <laughs> I sure will. I'll tell you what, though, it is absolutely worth it. And speaking about coming home, Dave, thanks for bringing that up because we are expected to arrive roughly around 9 o'clock tonight back here at CVG. And anybody and everybody that wants to welcome these heroes back home to Cincinnati CVG Airport is more than welcome to come to the airport. And uh, they're saying, you know, they would probably have you show up earlier, like 7-ish, no later than 8 
for parking at halftime. We'll be on the very, very bottom level, you know, where everybody, you know, once they finally get uh, uh, head into baggage claim on the bottom level before you go up the escalator, that's where all the heroes will be coming home, and you're more than welcome to, to come down and wave your flags, make noise, and celebrate their arrival back home tonight. Man, it is an emotional experience, the welcome home rally. I got to go to one a few years back, and they have, like, the fire trucks come out and shoot up water. The plane goes underneath, the big flag, band playing. It makes you just feel so patriotic for this country. I highly recommend anybody who has a free chance tonight to get down there by 9 o'clock. Absolutely. Thank you. You couldn't have said it any better, Stad, and that's exactly what we're encouraging. And it is a uh, wonderful, wonderful day for these veterans. And we're just so happy that they are able to experience this. And a lot of them, obviously, were with their children, their loved ones that are their guardians that are going to help them out throughout the day today. So it's just an amazing experience. And speaking of our social media, these veterans all fly for absolutely free with the help of donations. So I've put up a link on our B105 Facebook page. If you can't make it tonight uh, for the meet and greets, maybe you can make a donation. Yeah, that's exactly right. All 85 veterans didn't pay a dime to do this. Very nice. We will be uh, watching our social media all day and hearing you throughout the day, checking in as you guys land in Washington and start going to all these things here on B105. So have fun, okay? Absolutely. You got it. What a great thing Grover's getting to do today. I love that. This is the Big Dave Podcast. B. It is Tuesday, April 18th, 2023, and the big news at the top of this 9 o'clock hour is that the large one, the Eagle, Grover Collins, has landed in Washington, D.C. Guys, can you hear what's going on behind me? Oh, what is happening? You're on the, you, your honor flight just landed, and you are now in D.C. What is going on? I am at the, uh, the departing exit. We have a welcome honor flight banner. We have a bunch of veterans that are singing military fight songs as the veterans depart. The entire gate area is applauding as every uh, veteran departs the plane and walks into the area. We have flags from all branches, including Space Force. Yes, an American flag, all the branches, and even Space Force. So that's pretty cool. I've never seen a Space Force flag. So anyway, it's just... I, I know I'm repeating myself, but we haven't even really started the day yet, and these guys are just being treated like the royalty they are and the That's heroes so that uh, they are. So it's just wonderful, and we are here in D.C. ready to embark on our day. Yeah, it's funny you mentioned all the branches there. C.T. Bowen meant, like messaged in through the B105 app. He said he spent two years of his long Coast Guard career in D.C., and there are no words to describe the honor flight experience, hearing stories, escorting them around. It'll give you chills. Great program for sure. Absolutely, absolutely. Everybody is, uh, as you can imagine, very excited. All the veterans are are a little overwhelmed. I, I could tell by some of their faces, they were just like, oh, my God, this is all for us. And it's like, absolutely, this is all for you. And uh, we are excited. What are some of the things you're going to see today, Grover? Well, we are apparently going to start going to see the Marine Corps Iwo Jima Memorial. And then we are going to, from there, go everything to World War II. We're also going to go visit the Navy. Uh, we're going to visit Arlington. We're going to see the changing of the guard at noon today. So cool. We're going to see the Lincoln Memorial. 
I mean, it's it's just a jam. We're going to do as much as we can possibly do in one day and get home later tonight. Yeah, and they're encouraging people, if you want to welcome back this uh, flight full of veterans and heroes, uh, they're going to be coming back somewhere around 9, get to the airport, CVG around 8, and get there. You can meet them when they come through, after they pass through security. That's right. Once you, you go to the bottom floor where we all, uh, you know, once we leave the trams and we're going to, to baggage claim, that's where we'll be headed out and that's where everybody will be allowed to congregate the public is welcome to welcome our heroes back home after this day with them for the honor flight i love it grover thank you very much buddy enjoy your day and we'll look forward to your reports all day long here on b105 thanks guys this is the big dave podcast b105 it's who was right last night you're right on b105 you know what you're right all right, sliding into our B105 Who Was Right last night jury room this morning. He is an avid listener of B105. He usually comments in sometimes on our Who Was Right last night during the jury. It is Westside Brian. Good morning, Brian. Good morning, Dick Dave. And you want to uh, bring your wife into the courtroom this morning, and we'll call her Westside Jamie. <laughs> all right? That sounds great. Well, that's her name. So, uh, all right, what's Jamie doing that's got you so upset, Brian? What's happening here? Well, the way that it works is, is we play the, the you know the lottery and the scratch offs and whatnot, and I'll buy them, you know, on my way home from work, and you know we win, we lose, we win, we lose, but I buy them all the time. I'll come home with two of each, okay, and then I'll go to the van, and they're all gone. She takes them all, and I'm like, well, where's my half? And she just thinks, I guess, that they're all for her. She's scratching off all of your scratch-offs. Yes, totally. And she buys them sometimes, but when she buys them, she gives me one or two. But when I buy them, she takes them all. So I'm <laughs> oh, like, no. where's, oh. you know, where's my half? <laughs> so, yeah, you're going to have yeah. to start hiding your half, it sounds like. Yeah, I guess that's so. What, yeah, that's 100% what I'm going to start doing. Because here's the thing. If, if she scratches a winner on one of your tickets, it's her money. Well, that's that's happened before. I have bought the ticket before, and she's won like 500 bucks oh. on the ticket that I bought, but I never got nothing out of it. I think the kid's got some clothes or whatever, and she spends See? it, you know. Yeah, and then she got a purse, and Westside Brian probably don't care about purse. He got purse. nothing. Right? <laughs> oh, I, I man. Might, I might have got a tank of gas out of it, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I am so ready to rule on this, yeah. Brian. Have you confronted Westside Jamie on this, Brian? I have, and I think she just thought that they were for her. <laughs> Basically, it, you know, everything's for her. I mean, I, yeah. I, I mean she knows that. Yeah. I, I probably It's probably a little bit of a my fault. Because my last statement, you know, when you ask the jury, I mean, my last thing is, is I've given her the world. I'm at fault, too, because, you know, I, I try to give her everything I can possibly give her. So she thinks it's hers. Ah, I guess. You spoiled her. So, right, yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, totally. Okay, okay. You would think that you would still, at the end of the day, split it. You know what I right, mean? Right. And say, hey, I'm going to leave one in the van. You know, because I'm a habit type guy. You know, I'll, I'll do a scratch off in the morning at the gas station before I go to work. Hopefully that, you know, I'd get the day off. But, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it, it, it's just one of those things where I would love to hear what anybody else would think about it. 
Let's go to the jury. Uh, Statman, uh, where you want, you're dying to weigh in on this. Are you West Side Brian or West Side Jamie? I am West Side Jamie. But you know why? Because West Side Brian won the lottery a long time ago when oh. it came to Jamie. <laughs> Look, you, you know what's yours is hers, and what's hers is also hers, and that's what keeps a happy marriage. So, yeah, man. And you're enjoying your winnings every day you get to spend with her. So, sorry, I'm on Team Westside, Jamie. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So, whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So, download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Got your happy price, price line. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. <laughs> too funny. Uh, I'm going to go West Side Brian here. I think you should hide one or two for yourself. Let her keep like taking them, thinking she's taking them all, but you've got your own stash. Mm-hmm. Uh, when it comes to, I'll say something, Nick and I share food. Although I love it, I will try to save him the last bite or something to split it. Mm-hmm. I can't just take it all. But then you eat it later. No, I share. <laughs> <laughs> But if he eats the last one, I will kill him. I will say that. All right. I'm also going to go West Side Brian here, and I'm going to give you a bit of advice, Brian. The next time you buy some scratch-offs, get some of those ones where you got to play bingo on them because they take an insanely (laughs) long amount of time to play. Give those to her, and then she's occupied for a while while you do the lucky seven easy ones, okay? I, I like that idea. And, you know, and what she'll do is probably win 100 grand on the bingo card, and you won't see any of it. Probably not. <laughs> but by two to one, we have determined that you were right last night, West Side Brian. But let's see uh, what a jury of your peers thinks at 749-B105. Also, through the B105 app, I'm interested to find out just as much as you are. Same here, buddy. Best All of right. luck. All right. Love you. Love you too, buddy. All right. See you. It's a 729. Line them up. 749-B105 or through the app. This is the Big Dave Podcast. B105, the Big Dave Show. Uh, quite the dust up in who was right last night. This morning we have uh, Westside Brian, big time B105 listener, against his wife. We call her Westside Jamie. Uh, he always buys scratch offs for them to do together. Problem is, she grabs them all and scratches them off. He doesn't get to do anything. Two to one, we sided with Westside Brian on this one. Uh, Lindsay from Lawrenceburg, uh, you're also coming over to the Westside Brian side. Why is that? Because it's not right for her to scratch them all, and it's even more wrong for her if she wins to keep the money. That's not right. Oh, if to not split it with him? Saying that's not fair. Yeah. Okay. I mean, me and my fiance buy lottery tickets all the time, and even if I do scratch them, which sometimes I do, if I win, even if it's 10 bucks, I mean, I tell him, hey, I won 10 bucks, no matter who buys them. At the end of the day, in the court's eye, 
you're going to split that lottery ticket 50-50 at the end of your marriage or whenever it happens, so you might as well just... Give them the five. Give them yeah. the five right Give now. Up. Appreciate it, Lindsay. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Have a good day. You too. And, uh, our boy Pat from Indiana always has something good to say about things. What do you got, Pat? Don't hide. Don't lie. Tell her she can't act right. She can't get no more. Whoa. Whoa. Lay down the law. Man, putting your foot down, Pat. Well, you're grown-ups. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you, buddy. Have a good one, man. This is the Big Dave Podcast. B105, the Big Dave Show. And uh, well, we've been kind of hearing these rumors for a while since the uh, break of Season 5. The first part of Season 5 of Yellowstone ended uh, earlier this year. And there's been all these reports kind of rumoring around that this is it. It's over. Yellowstone, Matthew McConaughey is going to be in another spinoff and all this, that, and the other. And this morning, there seems to be some validity to the fact that this could be it for Yellowstone. And I'm like, hey, wait, wait a minute. Hey, wait. Say, how are you going to move on with your life? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I love Yellowstone, all the spinoffs they've had of it. I mean, I'm all in. And I think a lot of people are. It's the most watched show on television. I mean, my neighbor is such a fan. She bought a Yellowstone gas porch grill yesterday. <laughs> You get Yellowstone everything at the gas station now. Everything that said get her done a few years ago now says Yellowstone on it, right? Wow. <laughs> I didn't merch. Yeah. Is that a grill? Well, I mean, so it's, they're saying <laughs> that there is some big-time uh, tension between the uh, show's creator, Ta- Taylor Sheridan, and, well, it's big star Kevin Costner. So that's what they're saying. Costner wants to sh- cut back on his shooting schedule, and that's what it is. And me, I'm like, let's make a show on that air that (laughs) i mean people would dig in yeah (laughs) that's too bad though if you're a fan of the show you might want to be worried about the second half of season five because they haven't filmed it yet and kevin costner is supposedly holding out some sort of argument with the show's creator Mm -hmm. and they're worried that they might not be able to to film this second half of the the final season of yellowstone if they leave us hanging like Mind Hunter, remember oh, geez. that I was on that Netflix. It was just... so good, and then they just ended it. Yeah, Can't they just like CGI him in. Okay, you don't want to be here. You want to cut back yeah. your schedule. Well, yeah. We've got technology to handle that. They, they, I yeah, guess. To talk to George Lucas. I think they did that with Obi Wan <laughs> Kenobi and sure. Princess yeah, Leia. Like, Come on, but yeah, hmm. we're Kevin Costner. The in technology's there. there, and you know, I look ahead and I look at the Wikipedia page for Yellowstone, and it says you know season five, November thirteenth uh, through January first, the first half, and then uh, the season, the second half is. TBA. <laughs> Are you all the way caught up like to this point? Yeah, like you're yeah. waiting for the next episode? Yeah. So, I mean, it is. And I'm like, I was trying to look earlier a couple of weeks ago to see if Lainey Wilson was going to be in the second half of season five. But um, I can't say, I don't want to say anything. Cause I don't want to spoil or alert anything. So sure. I was just wanting to check and see. And so I, I couldn't find anything on it. It's like, it's just silent. It might be a the, lot more her uh, and a lot less of Kevin Costner if things are playing <laughs> out. And the Hollywood Reporter is also throwing this out there to worry about is the looming writer's strike mm-hmm. that could affect wow. the second half of season five, the conclusion of Yellowstone. Yeah, they had one of those oh, back man. in the 2000s, uh, and it really shut down everything. I mean, I really didn't see any of this coming. Like, the show's so hyped. It got, has all this popularity. Yeah. And then, yeah. just like that. Yeah. This is scary. Well, we'll see. But as it stands right now, uh, they're starting to get it in motion that this, even if they get the second half yeah. of season five done, it could be the last of Yellowstone. 
This is the Big Dave Podcast. B105, the Big Dave Show, and uh, something that's popped up on TikTok has to do with potluck. Potluck TikTok, and we got this girl, Katie K, goes by uh, Katie Comedy, uh, brings up something about potluck dinners as we get into that kind of season where people show up for picnics, backyard barbecues and stuff. Everybody's supposed to bring something, and, well, she's got a big problem with uh, what somebody did at one of hers. I didn't think as a person in my 30s that I would need to say this to other people in their 30s, but here we are. I went to a potluck recently, a potluck where you each bring something where you each bring a thing and then everyone can eat it, but it's enough for everyone to eat. There were about 30 people and someone brought one pizza with max eight pieces of pizza. That's not how a potluck works. So then separately, while that person ate their one pizza, I had to order four more pizzas so that everyone at the potluck could eat pizza. And if you're the person thinking to yourself like, what? There's no problem with that. Then you are the problem, and everyone at the potluck doesn't like you. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> All right. So I think she's having a lot of fun with this, but uh, still brings up an interesting question there, though. What are you supposed to do on that situation? Well, it's all about the planning. And, mm -hmm. and there's actually eight simple rules for a successful potluck party from thekitchen.com. And oh. right off the bat is assign people categories, not just dishes, but like, Ashley, you're bringing dessert. Dave, you're bringing the appetizer. Mm -hmm. I'm going to have the entree. And yeah. then that way we all know that something's going to be there. Yeah, yeah they do I'm that here when we have little get-togethers yeah. in the cantina down there. organized. They have a Google sign-up and they have different categories. And you pick one and bring something from that category. But I'm wondering, like, what did this girl bring? Because if she brought, like, a crock pot of macaroni... Unless she's got a decent sized crock pot, did it really feed 30 people? That's my like, thing. What is, did I think, she bring? Yeah, do you ever, I mean, are, is everybody guaranteed to get a bite of everything at a potluck? Or I kind of always figure, like, I'm not going to get that if I don't hurry. Yeah. You know, everybody gets a little bit of everything, and that's what they ex say expect smaller portions, right? Don't forget the booze, <laughs> have extra add ons, bring your own serving utensils. That's a big one. How many times have you uh. had somebody showing up and they're like, I just need a ladle for this? Yeah, and you're like, Cool, yeah, yeah uh, got one in my car. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go get it for you. Uh, label and return dishes, and by the way, you're not supposed to take your leftovers unless the person throwing the party says. Take your leftovers. Okay, which I, I guess, dude could have got dude could have got two pizzas. I mean, but if you're ordering four and you're thinking other people are going to bring like a different entree, would four pizzas mm -hmm. get consumed? If there's other, no, I don't know, ham slices. sandwiches. Look, so, every stat family get together, whether it's a first communion or a birthday or somebody passed away, it is going to be a potluck, and we all kind of have our go-to dishes. Everybody has like, oh, mm -hmm. Aunt Diane's salad. Make sure she makes that or. Uh, my mother-in-law makes some awesome potato salad. She'll bring um. that. But I brought a bucket of chicken before because I didn't have time to cook. Sure. I, I, at the time, I had kids. And when I showed up, I was a hero at the party. <laughs> ah, everybody loves a chicken. Yeah. And I've been that guy and brought pizza before to a potluck dinner. Now, yeah, I, I brought pizza. way more than we needed, not just one. But I ain't shaming the guy. At least he showed up with something. True. Well, yeah, but I mean, one, I guess one pizza, though, I mean... One pizza seems a little lousy. I would maybe do two minimum, but I still want to know what the heck did she provide? The host of the yeah, party? Yeah, the girl that's ranting. You just like everybody bring over food to my house and eat. Yeah. <laughs>
<laughs> I have so many questions. It is a weird situation there, and uh, obviously you have lots of people commenting on it on the uh, on the page there. I mean, people are kind of going side by side on it, and 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 you've got the comments are, are gold. You've got one lady says the only person who should be ashamed is the person who shames other over something so trivial. Wow, See? that's a comment there. Uh, another one: the pizza guy was the only one who understood the assignment. <laughs> <laughs> It sounds like it. So uh, 749-B105, do you side with the guy that bought the pizza or or do you see the side of the lady that hosted the party that's now shaming him in a viral TikTok? I think you could insert cheese conies in there, bucket of chicken, pizza, <laughs> fast food, anything that's pre-made. Mm -hmm. Let's see. Also, always through the B105 app. Don't forget you can reach us through that as well. This is the Big Dave Podcast. B105, the Big Dave Show. So we got a little potluck debate going on as we get into picnic, backyard, barbecue season and everything. And uh, this girl, Katie Comedy on TikTok, uh, has got a viral TikTok right now because she was hosting a potluck and one person brought over one pizza for 30 people. And uh, she was like, I got to order four, four more pizzas and blah, 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 and went on. And so everybody's kind of split on this. And we wanted to see uh, what you thought. And uh, John from uh, Claremont County is here, says uh, he got invited to a potluck. And what did you bring? Uh, uh, crave case, White Castles. <laughs> oh, nice. Some sliders. Yeah. I bet you were the hero. Yeah. It went over bigger than anything. How many are in a case? Is it 24? Is it 24 or 30? 30. Yeah, I think 30, it is 30. Yeah. They got that new Crave Clutch that yeah, I'm not sure. That's pretty cool, That's too. a smaller one. But So uh, did you get a mix of cheese and uh, regulars? or Jalapeno just Jalapeno cheese. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. Yeah, half cheese, half regular. And everybody was uh, loving them until they <laughs> cursed your name later that <laughs> night. Loved them until they were gone. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. Thank yeah. you very much. Appreciate it, John. Uh-huh. Thank you, guys. Uh, Have a good day. You too. Uh, Donna from Cincinnati on this potluck etiquette. What do you think? Well, I think that it sounded like the person that brought the pizza was eating the pizza, so maybe he didn't want to participate in the potluck. Oh. Uh, yeah, and I'm going to throw that throw this out there, dietary restrictions. My wife has has the celiac thing and can't have gluten, and we will show up at potluck dinners, and she will bring her own little bag of, like, Chipotle or something that Whatever she can eat. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And we'll bring something else for everybody else to eat. But it's amazing how many people will, sign like, look at her little bag and go, oh, well, you didn't bring enough for everybody. We all want some Chipotle now. Sure. And it's yeah. like, well. You, I can't eat the mashed potatoes. Yeah, so why don't you eat anything yeah. else? So, <laughs> I mean, you got to remember people's dietary restrictions. And sometimes people got to bring their own little something. Yeah. And maybe, I mean, I've been in situations where they say they're going to bring something for a potluck, and then they don't bring anything, and they make huge plates of food. I'd rather somebody not bring anything or just bring one pizza and not eat the food. All right, well, thank you very much, Donna. Appreciate it. Thank you. Debbie's weighed in on the B105 app. She says the hostess should be ashamed. Food is food, and at least the person brought something, even if it was pizza. I have had someone just show up with a couple bags of chips. One person brought a bag of ice. He was a hero. We don't know someone's financial situation at that oh, time. There you go. At yeah, least remember. it was something. Absolutely. This is the Big Dave Podcast. Our good vibes today are coming from the Here With Us Animal Sanctuary in Shermansdale, Pennsylvania, otherwise known as the home of shrimp and basil. 
<laughs> and let me tell you, the notebook has nothing on the love story between these two. Are you ready for this? This is all because shrimp is a rescued rooster and basil is a disabled hen. Wait, oh the shrimp gosh. is a rooster? The shrimp, <laughs> okay. is a roo shrimp is a rooster. Now, shrimp was saved by the sanctuary just one day before his euthanasia date. Mm -hmm. And basil was brought in as part of a large-scale rescue from a neglected chicken farm. Now, Basil had a bad infection in one of her legs and had to have it amputated, so she now spends her day sitting on a sling in a makeshift chair. The pair has been at the sanctuary for a year and a half, but it wasn't until this past October that the two met and fell in love. Basil the hen was brought inside for her safety, as was Shrimp the rooster, because he was being bullied by some other roosters. How dare them? Well, he's just a shrimp. Yeah. And it was love at first sight for shrimp. But Basil played hard to get, so it took a little longer for her affection to show, but it did. Now, shrimp is very affectionate towards Basil and gets very excited to see her whenever they're separated for a bit. It's the cutest thing ever. Whenever he can, he'll do a little dance in front of her, says founder of the sanctuary, Amanda Clark. They don't have any spats or anything like that. They're the perfect couple. Now, since Basil can't move because of her leg missing, Shrimp, this is so adorable, Shrimp will bring berries over and drop them in front of her so she can eat. Aww. Thank you. This is love. Basil is still a bit more standoffish, but she shows her love in a different way. She gets really excited when she is going to see Shrimp. And they have to send them to the vet together. Come on, or they both get stressed and nervous. And their love story will now play out. For the rest of their lives, thanks to the Here With Us Animal Sanctuary. Too cute. I love, I this. love this. So to Shrimp and Basil, our new favorite love birds, thank you for the good vibes this morning. B. B105. This is the Big Dave Podcast. It's the Big Dave Show. Dad joke of the day on B105. And this morning, we've got first grader from Mount Healthy North, Jalea, joining us. But we've been instructed to call you Jelly. Yes. Yes. All right. Well, Jelly, come on. Give us that joke this morning. What do you call a pile of cats? I don't know. What, what do, do you call, call a pile of cats? A meowkin. <laughs> a meowkin. I love it. Oh, Jelly, you're awesome. Thank you. I uh, hope you have a great day there at Mount Healthy North, and uh, they give you some extra jelly on your biscuit at lunch today. Thank you. Thanks for checking out the Big Dave Podcast, B105.com.